1: Welcome
2: to The Morning Show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Yes. Happy April. Welcome back. Yes. Welcome back to you, (laughs) I should say.
1: 45 and uh, rain. We're going to have a rainy day today and tomorrow. And we do have a threat of severe weather both today Mm -hmm. and tomorrow, so keep your uh, eye on the weather. We could get uh, strong winds, damaging hail, uh, heavy rain, so there's a possibility of flooding
2: today. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. And tomorrow. (laughs) Our weather today brought to you by Hometown Heating, Cooling, and more. Visit heatandcoolwithus.com. Thanks to uh, Hometown Heating and Cooling for helping us bring you the weather. I don't know if the rain has uh, uh, blurred out the sky cam. I wonder if we could, maybe we'll check that later in the show. Oh, no, it is. There it is right there. The uh, Hometown Heating and Cooling sky cam. That is Jackson High School in the distance. Mhm. Uh,
1: maple showers bring mayflowers, so
2: they say. Mhm. Yeah. Did you stay up and watch the national championship? You know what? That's been the conversation around the office. Was not did you watch the game, but did you stay up? Yeah. And uh, I didn't. I went to bed at halftime. Ridiculous that um, on a Monday night
1: at <laughs> 9:20 the game starts, and you know people like high school kids. Uh, uh, people have work on Tuesday morning, yeah. uh, it's too late. It is and too late. I taped it, and I taped uh, Extend it one half hour. Still wasn't enough. Really? I taped the Channel 6 News because I figured it'd go past. Still not enough. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah, You really got to be dedicated. Mm-hmm. So I haven't seen the ratings. Um, um, I'll be anxious to see the ratings for that, but congratulations to UConn. UConn. And if you bet on UConn at the end of last year mm-hmm. to win the national championship. $100 would have paid you 10000
1: Wow! So a 20-point uh, average win margin throughout the uh, tournament. Uh, actually, you know, it's called March Madness, but it actually happens in April.
2: It does, mm-hmm. yeah. The national championship game is played in April. Yep. But uh, the Madness is in March.
1: I yeah. wanted to see Jim Nance's last game. I wish he had a better game to I call. Know. But his uh, final uh, words, thank you for being a friend. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah.
2: Gosh, he is one of my best friends. Uh, do you remember the uh, Lake Erie walleye fishermen?
1: Oh yeah, they stuffed uh, fish with uh, weights.
2: Yeah, the uh, the two fishermen, uh, they were in court and uh, they 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 uh, they were faced with. Um, 30, over 30 witnesses from the prosecution and last minute their lawyer took a plea deal and I don't know why they didn't take the plea deal ahead of time because they were basically let off the hook. No jail time. God, oh, they Let off the hook. Get it? Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> look at those guys. They look like Russian mobsters. They look like uh, greasy fishermen. <laughs> um, so here's their punishment. Chase lost his $100,000 boat, which he stole to win anyways. There it is right there. Mm. That'll be probably up for auction soon mm. at some point. His uh, $100,000 fishing boat, they both lost their, uh, they both lo- lost their uh, fishing license for three years mm. and they got some probation. I think they should have done prison time. Yeah, You're telling me, what's worse? I mean, now, uh, president Trump's uh, indictment has not been unsealed yet, but I can guarantee you that whatever they, these guys did was worse. The team that finished second? They, the the no. they, they should have yeah. right? won, Brandon, the team that finished in second place, but they didn't. So the uh, president, former president will be in a
1: Manhattan courtroom today to uh, face charges and we don't know what the charges are yet. No, we don't. No, they'll be uh, announced sometime after 2:15. 15 but uh, it has been revealed, the charges involved, that uh, he falsified business records to hide hush money payments to Stormy Daniels. And it's going to be an absolute circus in Manhattan today. And uh, <laughs> the mayor has said, control yourself people
2: yeah so you won't be able to watch the proceedings those were denied Um, five photographers will be allowed to take pictures of uh, Donald Trump and the courtroom before it starts Mm -hmm. and then everyone will uh, everyone will leave but we will hear from
1: um, both the DA in a press conference afterwards and after President Trump arrives back at Mar-a-Lago, he is expected to deliver a press conference, so we will, we will know more at the end of today, for sure. Yeah, it should be, a, uh, it should be an entertaining day, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, Jim Nance is probably getting on a uh, plane this morning from Houston to Georgia, the Masters, and that's uh, this weekend. And that will continue for Jim Nance until Jim turns 80. Mm. And that's in his contract, and he'll still do NFL football.
2: Yes, so mm-hmm. we'll get to see more Jim. So, yeah. Masters big week. Uh, you're in a Masters pool. Last year you screwed up and missed it. Mm-hmm. Last night, the uh, at the last hour, you had a problem. Were you able <laughs> to figure it out?
1: <laughs> I, I did. Who do you? Who, who are your picks in them?
2: I don't the remember. Um, Rory McIlroy. I got. I got him. Uh, Scott Shuffler. Even I've though I don't, him, like, I don't him. like him. I don't like him. Hate him. Well, I don't hate him. I just don't care for him. <laughs> um, and then I picked a couple of the live guys. I know. Yep. Yeah, the live guys. Hey, Napoleon Lawn and Leisure is having their annual open house. It's April seventeenth to the twenty second. But on um, on Friday the twenty first, guess who's going to be there? Um, Dollenberger's food truck. Oh wow! Yeah. So stop by Napoleon Lawn and Leisure. One of our great sponsors uh, having their open house the week of April 17th to the 22nd. But again, food trucks on the 21st.
1: Uh, Yesterday you were whining about the Tigers and I've got some good news for Tigers fans. They won last uh, yesterday and it took 11 innings and it was very exciting, seven to six over the defending world champion, Houston Astros. That's the good sign. (laughs) They beat the World Series champs.
2: We, We have two, staffers going to opening day mm-hmm. here. Yeah, Adam I don't think and that's Joe. A, yeah, I don't think that's ever happened, no. that we've had someone go to opening mm-hmm. day.
1: Are they going together?
2: Uh, no, okay. I don't think they are. Uh,
1: University of Michigan Health System, uh, U of M Health has formally acquired Sparrow Health System, Lansing-based healthcare, a $800 million deal. Uh, U of M will invest $800 million in Sparrow, and eventually the name will change.
2: Yeah, well, that'd be interesting over in the over in Lansing, mm-hmm. won't it? University yeah. of Michigan Hospital in yeah. Michigan State. Well,
1: because Sparrow has, you know, quite a few deals with MSU. Uh, that's where the MSU doctors go to train. Yes. So
2: well, we'll see if uh, everyone can get along in the mm-hmm. uh, medicine world of the Big Ten.
1: Yep. Uh, King Charles is going to be uh, coronated. Coronated? Yeah, coronated. <laughs> uh, next month, a month from today, actually. And while he was touring Germany, uh, some. Uh, fans offered him the Burger King crown because the crown is being um, restored or no resized it's it's not big enough for King Charles head so the 362 year old real crown they hope will be ready in time for the coronation but in the meantime people have been offering him the Burger King crown wherever he goes That's awful (laughs) politely declines
2: Oh, my gosh. Uh, I have some more uh, overseas news from Liverpool, um, criminal news. There's a gentleman. He uh, was hiding from the police. Um, you know, he... Look where he hid. <laughs> look where he hid. He was running. This guy, he was in Liverpool, Edmund Lika of Liverpool, was. he was running a cannabis farm, and he tried to hide on the roof. Huh. Now, he was caught eventually, but... Uh, that officer uh, was the laughing stock of the police department right there. <laughs> Where is he? Yeah, couldn't find him, could not find him. Hmm. Uh, speaking of the police, I have the uh,
1: police blotter today. Uh, officer Brooker conducted a traffic stop near Lincoln Street and West North Street yesterday. A 19-year-old female was arrested on an outstanding warrant. Plus, she received a citation for disguising
2: Disguising. What do you mean?
1: Oh, I, I don't know. That's all it says. Disguising. She disguised. She was disguised.
2: Hmm. Maybe we need to look that up and see what it is. Maybe it was presenting a false ID. Was she disguised as a police officer?
1: Well, maybe that's it. Maybe she was impersonating a police officer. Impersonating a police officer. Also,
2: Officer Goebel uh, dispatched to an
1: overdose. Um, they brought him to the hospital. He said, no, I don't want the treatment. Guess what happened three hours later? Officer Goebel responded to
2: an overdose same guy three hours later that's crazy wow. but we know that happens mm-hmm. hey it's time for love living in jackson presented by heather herndon and the entire herndon team at howard Hanna real estate services hey. and this week heather is telling us about the abc bakery specializing in freshly baked goods made from scratch including cookies, cakes, cupcakes, chocolates, donuts, and pies. Hey, look at these Easter uh, cookies and treats here. They're located at 1931 Horton Road in the South Point Plaza behind uh, Penn Chiropractic Center and Crimson Oak. Visit them online at cookiesjackson.com Thanks to Heather and the entire Herndon team at Howard Hanna Real Estate Services for helping bring you love living in Jackson. Mm, those look good. They do look good.
1: Andy and I were in uh, the Outer Banks of North Carolina last week. What was the highlight of the trip for you? Marshalls. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, two big events happening in the Outer Banks. The grand opening of the first Marshalls in uh, Southern Shores. And, and Brandon,
2: that'd be like if we had uh Chili's open here. Yeah. Not a yeah. big deal.
1: And um, a Kmart, uh, no, a former Kmart has been turned into a Target. Mm-hmm. And the Target grand opening we, we missed by one day. Thank God. Was, uh, it was the talk of the Outer Banks. What was your best uh, memory of Marshall's?
2: Um, I found a secret pair of shoes that should have never made it onto the truck, never mm. made it onto the shelf, and they made it home with me.
1: Mm. Do you have a video? Uh, you do. Let's take a look.
2: I'm here at the grand opening of the Marshalls in Kitty Hawk. I haven't even showered today. There's also 25 people in line today, and I'm going to go right to the men's shoes section. Not a lot of people
3: in Good morning. (laughs) Good morning. Am I going to be famous now? You will be. OK. What
2: are you trying to get? I have no idea. So you just check it out. Yep. Something to do. That's what we're doing. Okay. We'll see what we get. I literally crawled out of bed and went to that (laughs) Marshall's, but I'm so happy I did that because that's when the good stuff was there. Hour later, it was gone. I'll never go back. And you know it was gone
1: because you went back four times. To make sure they didn't restock. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: What else was I going to do? There's
1: so much to do in the Outer Banks, and you were at Marshall's most of the time.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know. What's with
1: these derailments Uh, We've had a a spate of derailments, train derailments, and yesterday there was another one in northwestern Montana. A freight train carrying beer spilled Coors Light and Blue Moon beer into the Clark Fork River. Wow. I mean, are they going too
2: fast? What's going on?
1: Uh, You know what I think it is? I think they're putting too many um, cars on the train.
2: Uh, I think you might be right. How could you possibly control that many cars?
1: I don't think you can. And I, I think, uh, have you ever been stopped at uh, the tracks here in Jackson when one of these giant freight trains goes through and, mm-hmm. you, and you, you count the cars and you count the cars, you give up counting I the count cars? I count the
2: people that have hopped on the train that are hitching rides, <laughs> which you should never do by the way. It's no. It's very, 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 very dangerous. You don't
1: hear much about train hobos anymore. No you don't. Uh, no hazardous materials were released according to the Plains Paradise Rural Fire District and the only thing that got in the river: Coors light and Blue Moon beer. Fish are drunk.
2: That's okay. I don't know. If, uh, I don't know if it'll affect anything.
1: They, they were able to contain the, the spill. This weather is um, not good for uh, high school sports. No, it's not. Spring sports is the the one season that really gets shortchanged. Games are canceled. Yesterday the jackson high vikings baseball team (laughs) all suited up ready to play a doubleheader,
2: ready to go and what happened waverly called and said nah
1: yeah at the last minute they said no it might rain uh i guess it did rain it did rain and but not till uh they could have got one you could have played the game you could have played the game
2: but we did have uh we had a few things going on let's get to our extreme dodge scoreboard like we said waverly at jackson was postponed Hey, listen to this, Columbia Central and Napoleon, they faced off in an exhibition. The two teams played three 30 minute periods in a scrimmage style match. Now Napoleon, they are starting soccer for the first time in school history, and they're a club team. Um, so a great opportunity for them to uh, to get going. Obviously, Columbia handled them no problem. Been a pro- program for quite a long time, but this is how programs start. And uh, kudos to Napoleon for starting a soccer team. And you know, it was not too long ago Michigan Center started mm-hmm. a soccer team. We've seen success, so just because you're not seeing it right away, doesn't mean it won't come. And it and, was
1: just a scrimmage, and right. Napoleon didn't have the uniforms yet.
2: Right. And uh, here's what's coming up on deck for April fourth we've got baseball brandon i didn't play baseball in uh, high school um, so i only got to play in like may and june what is it like in out there in april i mean is it fun i i liked it because it was the beginning of baseball starting again yeah it was very wet yes. yeah cold it's cold, cold wet. right your hands sting when you hit you know yeah, just a lot yeah. going on brandon
1: dolly was a star uh what second baseman second baseman yeah. for the jackson Knight vikings
2: yeah, yeah back in the uh, 70s <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awful uh those are the baseball game softball concord at ej hanover at quincy northwest at michigan center dansville at napoleon and then girls soccer hanover at northwest and then clinton at lumen christie both those soccer tilts start at 5:30. thanks to extreme dodge for bringing you our scores and on deck every a, single day
1: this is of course holy week and we have uh easter culmination on Sunday. On Saturday we have a whole bunch of Easter egg hunts, a couple of big ones. The Bright Walls folks are having an Explore event where they're hiding Easter eggs and other surprises all around the Bright Walls. All the murals, how many are there?
2: 30 some. Well I think, well, there's like 50. I don't know how many there are but I think they're doing this at 30 murals.
1: They're 71 murals. They're gonna have the uh, kids go to the murals and there'll be all kinds of cool photo ops and great prizes and they get a treat. And you can be up
2: to the age of 12.
1: This will be from noon to two and earlier in the day from 10 until noon will be the Jackson College seventh annual Easter egg hunt. And that is for kids ages zero to 10 And they'll have the kids separated by age groups. And they, like like Halloween, they've got tons of candy and treats at Jackson College. All are welcome, these are free. Everybody's welcome. Come on out and uh, hunt for Easter eggs on Saturday. And the city of Jackson also has an Easter egg hunt. And there's a bunch of churches. Uh, There's some adult Easter egg hunts. Sand Hill Crane has some adult Easter egg hunts. We should have an Easter egg (laughs) hunt. So check Today in the J. And, uh, oh, they'll be at 30 murals. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, check today in the J uh, later this week and also experience Jackson for all the uh, Easter activities. Of course, the community-wide Easter dinner Sunday, 2 o'clock at Queens. All are welcome to that. They would like you to call for reservations because they want to make sure uh, they have a, everyone's uh, place set. Like people get name tags. It's a really cool thing. 5174355296 make uh, your reservations and if you need transportation let them know as well so they'll pick you up and take you home
2: A lot to do Who's on the show today? We have a wonderful show lined up. We're gonna get things started with the mayor of our fine city of Jackson, Dale, or Daniel Mahoney, right after this.
0: The morning show is brought to you by BearX. BearX creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. BearX, empowering data insights.
2: Today's show is brought to you by Michigan Psychological Care. Their mission is to aid in the emotional and psychological development of people of all ages through individualized couples and group therapy. Contact one of their patient advocates today to make an appointment their Jackson office. You can reach them at 517-273-2033. Our show today is also being brought to you by Vermeulen's Home Furnishings. They're in their third generation and their 97th year here in Jackson.
1: Oh, one other Easter note, the Cascades Manor Easter Brunch is sold out. But there are other uh, brunches all throughout the area, and uh, if you don't feel like cooking on Easter, check out uh, all the local restaurants offering Easter brunches and Easter dinners. Joining us now is the mayor of the city of Jackson, Daniel Mahoney. Good morning. Good,
4: good morning, good morning. How are, how are you guys doing?
2: Good, how are you? Good, good. I was asking you before we started, well, you know, what, what's it like to be the mayor? And, uh, you know, it seems very busy.
4: Yeah, it is, it's, it's really busy, but you know, it's, um, it's rewarding work. I mean, especially when you, you know, you deeply care about the community. Um, you know, you wanna make an impact, you wanna help make changes in a positive direction. Uh, It's time well spent.
1: Last week, you delivered your second State of the City Address, and as as I I read it, uh, I thought, wow, there really were a lot of uh, positive, uh, uplifting things that you were able to talk about last week.
4: Yeah, I mean, and this, you know, not to take away from the work that we still have left to do, but to me, the State of the City is an opportunity for us to celebrate, you know, like when when I sat back and I thought about like, what is it, what is, like, what's the goal, right? And I, you know, I, I, the first thing that really came to mind is, you know, when you are in this line of work, uh, and I said this at the State of the City, like, it's great to hear how much somebody cares about the community and they can talk about their feelings all day long, um, but when it comes down to it, when you are um, in this position of responsibility, people wanna know three things. What did you say you were gonna do? What did you actually do? and now what are you saying you're going to do next? And that's really what I wanted to focus um, my entire talk around is, you know, what we said we were gonna work on and accomplish in the last year, um, talk about areas that we were successful um, and that we had good results in, and then talk about the future of what we plan to do next.
1: Uh, housing and homelessness, uh, basic needs. That was uh, a big, big focus of the speech.
4: It was, I feel like, you know, we did so much work in that area and a lot of it really came together right in the last few months, you know, so uh, we, decided that that we had an obligation to try to do something about the homelessness issue. We were getting a lot of requests for help from citizens and people around the community who work in that area. And you know, we felt the obligation to do something. And then that's when we did the hotel project and uh, we recently just purchased T.A. Wilson uh, to to do a a, a warming shelter and kind of continue that project there. Uh, so that way you know we have a place for people to go and we're looking for some partners in the community to help mm-hmm. manage that. Um, and then the the housing crisis that we have is um, we've got a, a such a great plan to address that. I mean we already have so many great uh, apartment complexes coming in uh, over the next year, some that were started prior to me coming in office. Uh, some that we're still kind of trying to figure out the last pieces to make sure that they actually happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, you know, we've got uh, uh, 137 lots sold. That's amazing. To have 137 new houses built by a developer who wants to do rentals in those houses. Um, and that's great. But What I'm more excited about is the 100 houses that the Affordable Housing Commission came up with a plan to develop. Um, and those will be owner-occupied. Uh, 60 to 80 percent average median income uh, is the is the target customer for those houses, and uh, we're going to provide some down payment assistance and get some families uh, in houses, and mm-hmm. you know that's that's going to be a wonderful thing for the city. What's this house? This is on Prospect, right? So this is a this is a, a new build on Prospect. This is a model, an example of the rentals that okay. they're going to do. So, um, and I think that the houses that we plan to build to for owner occupied are are going to be similar houses uh, they're going to be two to three family homes um and they'll be they'll be very similar to this
2: it's uh, so important affordable housing all across the country and i mean if you just look at home prices in general it's it's crazy for everybody uh, but uh it really know, for, is for low income the the ability to uh better yourself financially as an opportunity really to become a better part of the community and you know, it's just, it needs to happen. It does, it does. Yeah. It
4: means so much different uh, to, it, it means so much more to a person to own something opposed to renting yep. it, right? I think that you take much better care of things that you own than that you rent because you know you're not going to be there forever. Yeah. Uh, but when somebody buys their forever home, they buy a home and then this is a, not just buying a home, but this is a brand new home you know, a brand new home mm-hmm. for somebody. Uh, that's just so exciting to be a part of at this time. So, uh, you know, shout out to the Affordable Housing Commission and uh, Corey Mays and, and, and uh, Shane Laporte for, you know, putting this whole thing together and all of the community partners that it's gonna take to make this successful.
2: One of the things uh, you talked about during the state of the city was uh, the south side of town and uh, a lot of money uh, potentially. And I'm excited about uh, about this project. and. This will be a, a major, major project.
4: It will, it will. So, we, um, man, we've done such great work over the last year uh, being on the, um, the, the Martin Luther King Corridor Authority. Um, and, you know, we've applied for some grants. Uh, one of the major grants that we applied for is called the RISE grant, uh, which would allow the total redevelopment of MLK from South Street uh, down to Morrell. Uh, that's uh, uh, underground and above ground meaning the streetscapes and lights and sidewalks underground infrastructure replacement um, that would be a total facelift just that in itself right um, but I mean again to me I I, I keep referring back to um, what happened downtown right when when downtown had the big, Boom! What happened was they took care of exactly what we're talking about right now. They took mm-hmm. care of the streets, right? They did the underground and then they did the above ground. Uh, replaced all the underground infrastructure. Replaced the entire street. Redid landscapes and 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 walkways and lighting and and then all of a sudden downtown's a whole different place. Ten years later, looking at you know. Downtown 10 years ago. I mean, you guys know because you guys have been here and been through the whole the whole redevelopment of downtown. We got our uh, uh, shoes,
2: shoes dirty uh, during that road. I, I know you did. <laughs> I know you
4: did. You know, some people's pathways had to be lit with candles because yeah. it was just nothing out there when they were right in the midst of it, right? Um, and that's really the transformation that we're looking forward to seeing um, on Jackson South Side as well um you know that's a, this it's an exciting time we um are, are looking forward to um reviewing the the, the responses from the rfp that we put out uh, to actually work with us to to get the grocery store built um it may end up being a multi-use building uh, but ultimately uh, the entire corridor authority's goal is to Make sure that we end up with a grocery store on the south side, mm-hmm. uh, which will probably serve a better part of the community. You, you know, yeah. if we get a nice market over there. Um, it's, it's not far from the downtown loop. It's not down. To, uh, not far from all of the new developments that are happening mm-hmm. in the community right now. So, um, hopefully, it'll it'll be highly supported once we get it done. Yeah, okay, less than a mile from Ella Sharp Park as well. That's right.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Public safety, that's the number one uh, priority of uh, a community's government, and you addressed that. I think that was the first thing you talked about last week.
4: Yes, Mm -hmm. yep, I felt like it was important for us to address that first, because I mean, that's one thing that, um, because we're such a small community, when issues happen, it seems like it's nonstop. It seems like, oh man, it was just yesterday that something just happened, right? Um, And we don't celebrate the, uh, the improvements that we've made year over year, uh, and, and the fact that you know we, we said that the GVI is going to be a part of our strategy uh, to reduce violence, uh, specifically gun violence in the community. We had the summit to reduce violence last year, mm-hmm. and you know it's always it's always um, we don't we don't want to put the the cart before the horse. And say, well, this is the reason that that mm-hmm. crime reduced. But we do want to acknowledge yeah. that we had a huge reduction in violent crimes over the last yeah, so year. So the uh,
2: um, gun violence numbers, are, you know, obviously you don't want any gun violence. That's but, right. You know, a, a staggering drop.
4: That's right, a huge yeah. drop. You know, almost fifty uh, percent in. In both homicides and guns mm-hmm. uh, and bullet to bodies, you know, so almost fifty percent in both areas, which is huge. Yeah. Um, you know, that is huge, and that's not where we want to be. Of course, we still got plenty more work left to do. Yeah. Um, but you know, just want to give recognition to the chief and and all the officers out there serving, and, and Cheryl, who's the coordinator for GVI, and all the work that they've done, and all of the special units who have made this impact. Uh, And and anyone who's worked on uh, making sure that their efforts are going towards helping us reduce crime in this community. want to make sure we give them recognition for the work that they've done over the last year.
1: The mayor talked about quite a few other things. You can see the mayor's uh, address on the City of Jackson website and also at JTV.TV. Thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. Have a good day. His honor, the mayor of the City of Jackson, Daniel J. Mahoney. More of the morning show after this.
0: The morning show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights.
2: Today's show is brought to you by Midwest Vehicle Group. They're one of the leading sources for quality pre-owned vehicles here in Jackson. When you need a car, you can trust. Go see Joey Badal at Midwest Vehicle Group. Our next guests are in from
1: Napoleon High School, both seniors at Napoleon, Bella Fiore and Keegan Schoendorf. Welcome to the show. Morning.
5: Thank you for having us. Thanks for missing school to be with us. Yeah, that's (laughs) great.
1: (laughs) Well, actually, Napoleon, we talked about Napoleon earlier in the show. We did. You have a brand new soccer team. Yes. That's cool.
5: Yes, it's very nice.
2: So talk a little bit about you guys as part of school, have your own Relay for Life club.
5: Yeah, so actually this year we decided to start an American Cancer Society branch at our school. I'm one of the founders and co-presidents. That's cool. And Keegan is our fundraising committee head. And it's just kind of, we decided that we needed something that included everybody. This is a club for every student. We do a lot with fundraising, advocacy, leadership, and it's really about to bring awareness to cancer in our community
6: in the Jackson area.
2: Uh, Why, why did you decide?
6: Um, I think everyone has like a personal experience with someone in their family having cancer or someone they were close with. So by Bella starting this, um, everyone's been more involved. So people who we notice are in a national honor society, they join this and They're, it's very personal, so, they so you'll, take pride in doing this you'll have
1: a, a team at the Jackson County uh, Relay?
6: Yes, we are
5: aware that they, we found out that they did a relay when we were planning mm-hmm. ours, and we're very excited, too. We've been in contact with people cool. who've been a part of it before. But you guys RSL. are doing
2: your own relay on yes, May 13th, so what are. will that be like?
5: So this is Napoleon's first ever Relay for Life, which we're very excited about. Um, it's gonna—it's cons- pretty short, it's only four hours this year to start off, but it'll consist of an opening ceremony. Um, we'll have keynote speakers. Um, we wanna honor the survivors and caregivers. That's one of the main points of this, so we'll start off with that. A big chunk of it is entertainment purposes. Mm-hmm. So for that big middle section, we are gonna have entertainment vendors, fundraisers, activities going on. We're gonna have a luminaria ceremony, which celebrates the survivors, and we're also going to have a closing
6: ceremony. So
2: how do you how do you have time for all this? <laughs> so you're both seniors.
6: Yeah.
2: yeah. So, uh, talk a little bit about some of the work that's gone into this.
6: So as fundraising committee leader, I've been in search of local businesses and sponsors to sponsor our event. Um, we're also looking for like personal donors to just donate money. Um, we kind of have a tiered system of being recognized, so you can either be recognized as an individual or as your business on our community T-shirts, be recognized at the Relay for Life event. And then we also have a business banner that we're gonna put up at the event. So those are different ways to get your business recognition.
1: It's a lot of work, and as Nadia said, as uh, the next couple months as seniors are gonna be extremely busy for you guys, getting ready for graduation, prom, and all those uh, other things. Uh, Pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah, uh, you got a whole team besides the two of you. You've got a bunch yeah. of other students working
5: on it. We have um, so in the club we have two founders and co-presidents. The other one can't be here with us today, but we have a large leadership committee, which includes um, two committee heads for fundraising, leadership, advocacy, and survivor outreach. Um, we also have about. 30, 35 members wow. from the entire school, which makes it one of the largest student organizations that Napoleon has. That's amazing. So, we and really do it. will be doing it
1: right on the, the track at the high school.
5: Yes, it'll be at the high school. Um, we have
1: are you looking for uh, other teams to join?
5: Yes, so registration is one of the biggest questions that we have <laughs> so <laughs> far. So, to register, we have attached a link, and there are some QR codes that they're gonna show here in a second, but um, to register you're gonna go to a website and you can register as an individual or as a team. So we as a club have set a goal to raise ten thousand oh, wow. dollars for the entire thing. So that's gonna be based off of donor, like donations, sponsorships, and then every individual team. So say the whole everyone at JTV made a team together you guys would then set a personal team goal to raise X amount of money. So if you guys said you wanted to raise $500, it would be your job as the JTV team to go out and raise $500, but all that money would still go back into our grand total. So every team has a goal to
6: raise individual amounts. So
2: Keegan, what are some of the things you've done to fundraise so far?
6: So we've reached out to local businesses. Um, We're looking for food truck type vendors to come. And be there and what we ask is that instead of charging them to come and park their truck there that they donate a percentage back to the American Cancer Society. Um, Same with vendors so we're looking for vendors and businesses small business type places to come sell their goods and donate a percentage back or charge a fee for a table or a tent. That's another way that we're gonna fundraise money.
1: Uh, We do have the QR code if uh, people want to Yes. Get in touch with you and register, sign up, uh, make a donation. And if uh, people want their um, sponsorship on shirts, uh, is there a deadline?
6: Um, we'd hope to have those back within the next week for the shirts. Okay. And then anything after that, we can get up to the event.
1: What else do you love in at uh, Napoleon Keegan, as you uh, wrap up your school career at
2: Napoleon?
6: Um, I played volleyball at Napoleon. I'm on the track team. I'm in National Honor Society
2: and, yeah, American busy. Cancer Society, yeah. Awesome, and how about you?
6: I
5: actually just moved to Napoleon under a year ago, really? so, <laughs> yeah, next month it'll be a whole year, but I've been involved in National Honor Society, I did theater, student council, and of course I started this club, so, wow. oh, I do choir as well, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit of everything.
2: And uh, if you can, we'll pull up on the screen if you're interested in helping the fight against cancer. Pick week. Catch a yeah, you guys have a lot going on. We've done
5: yeah. a lot. It's been a really great first year, and we hope Are you that from out of the area? Yeah, I'm actually from Southern Missouri. So, so. you move from,
2: how cool is that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no no uh, problem making friends and starting yeah. clubs. It's unbelievable. It was,
5: yeah, it's definitely helped, That's and cool. I really wanted to network myself in the Jackson area, so awesome. this has been great. That's cool to hear. Everybody has benefited a lot.
1: Well, welcome to Napoleon and uh, Jackson you. County. <laughs> how, how do you like our weather?
5: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's okay.
1: Keegan, have you been able to do anything with track yet with this lousy weather?
6: Our first meet is supposed to be on Thursday, so it's looking like it's going to be a really nice Wednesday. So hopefully the rain will <laughs> up on Thursday, though. It's not like today.
1: Well, good luck uh, with all the end-of-year activities, uh, and in particular your Relay for Life on uh, May 13th really cool that you're doing this
5: thank you you.
1: thanks for coming in
5: thank you for having us
1: Bella DiFiore and Keegan Schoendorf seniors at Napoleon High School organizing their own Relay for Life more of the morning show after this
0: the morning show is brought to you by Barracks. Barracks creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barracks, empowering data insights.
2: The Center for oh. Family Health has all their <laughs> health centers open, uh, ready to serve you. Parkside, Northeast. Jackson High School and Northwest Community Health Center. If you uh, need a physical, feeling stressed, just want to learn more about your health, the school health centers are open and you don't have to be a student or teacher there. Uh, All are welcome. The Center for Family Health has been opening the door to healthcare for all for more than 30 years here in Jackson. Uh, One of the event, uh,
1: Napoleon uh, Seniors are working on the Relay for Life team. They have a a Kit Young basketball uh, fundraising. Uh, event, the Bulldogs and the Pirates on April 22nd. Get that on your calendar and come on out and help. Joining us now from Gilbert Chocolates mm-hmm. in downtown Jackson, Sally, Kirchbaum.
2: Good morning.
3: Good morning. It's a Gosh, rainy this. morning, but it's great to be here.
2: Looks <laughs> wonderful. Yes, and yes. I'm excited for Easter because yes. I gave up candy for last.
3: <laughs> so you're due. Huh? I am so due <laughs> for right. all of this. That's right. All of this. That's why we Our need a par- basket full.
1: Man, you guys have been busy.
3: Yes, we have. We have a lot of we have several different items this year. We get these are the newest thing. Aren't they cute? What are
1: those? I first saw the back of it. It's one of those oh, a popper pop, things. A poppet. It. It's pop a poppet. It. Pop it. And pop
3: it. we fill them with chocolate and so then
2: Wait, there's can, chocolate in the poppet?
3: Uh-huh. So you can so yeah, Is we fill it with chocolate and so then the the child receives it and they can eat the chocolate. and Then they got the puppet afterwards, and those are keychains. But those are just so cute. That's a
2: great idea.
1: Yeah,
3: it is. It's great for an Easter basket. So those are really nice too. It's
2: yeah. two, yeah, two, in there. It's two gifts. Two gifts.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's right.
1: That's <laughs> two gifts. <laughs> that,
3: that's, a, that's a mom thinking,
2: right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, of course, chocolate eggs, chocolate bunnies. Mm-hmm, yep. What's what's po- what's what's the always? Well, go the bunny to? is the
3: king, of course. Yeah. Um, we do have some religious molds. We we have we found a lamb mold this year so we have white lambs and we have chocolate lambs which are really cute we did have a gentleman come in who was um he said i'm looking for lambs and we have them and he came in he said that is just too cute i can't buy it <laughs> <No>. <laughs> which is really odd to me but the, anyway um we have those this year that we haven't had before and those are really cute
2: now when someone comes in to uh Gilbert chocolates—they can pick out what they want, but yep. there's so many things ready to go. Yes,
3: that's right. We and for Easter in particular, that's kind of the holiday. You, you yeah, is individually wrapped items such as you know we've got these um, rice krispie treats and we have peanut butter eggs and um, turtle eggs. There's just you know, and then we have our caramel painted eggs too, oh, which wow. are really nice. Mm-hmm. So there's and then of course we have our foil wrap bunnies. So. You can fill a basket mm-hmm. and you can even buy a toy, mm-hmm. you know, to put in that basket if you come to our store. We also have the Dairy Free Bunny as well this year too. It's, um, re- it's a really good chocolate. You can't, it's very smooth and very creamy. It is 50-50 on the chocolate, so it's kind of like right in the middle between a milk and a dark. I think I've had it. Yeah, I think we've had, we've yeah, had it on here before am- we were amazing. talking about it's, it. it's I don't know do it. It is, it's really good. It's mm-hmm. just for being a n- uh, non-dairy, Product is made with oat milk. Yeah.
5: Katie so would like
2: this. Yeah, not dairy. I yeah. still, I am. You would like it. I would. I am 40 years old, but I still get an Easter basket uh. from my mother. <laughs> and there's always something <laughs> Gilbert chocolates well, in it. Good. I love the uh, anything caramel in it oh. for some reason. The guess, turtle eggs. The turtle. The turtle eggs. eggs. Yeah, yeah, those
3: are good, aren't they? Uh,
2: what about uh, jelly beans and things Yeah, we like have that.
3: those, and I have have these here. We also have um, packaged oh, them cool. a little differently this year too, as well. We, if you would want just something small, like if you have a 40-year-old and you say he's too old for a basket, but I gotta get him something. That's right. Then um, we have little boxes such as those that are just kind of cute with a little bit of something without too much. Those are Jordan almonds. Jordan almonds.
1: Where yeah. Jordan almonds get their name? Jordan. I
3: don't know but you know they they're considered the wedding candy yeah right. because uh. they're bitter and sweet just like marriage what is it about Easter that's so
2: so popular is it is it just a combination of everything the weather starting to break and just people well, are well for many
3: it's, it's the religious holiday you right. know it's the big it's the it's the crescendo of Christianity and that's kind of where the lamb comes in and the and Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, and then otherwise it's just, you know, the celebration of the equinox in the right. Eastern spring, and so. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, it's, it is uh, Jesus rising, and. Are you telling me, like, I didn't <laughs> go to Catholic school and know this? <laughs> wow. and, and you do have a giant chocolate yeah, Jesus. Right.
3: We also yes. have Last Supper plaques that are smaller. They sell for around $5, I think, which are kind of cool. They're just a kind of a cool little bit of Easter art, yeah. you know, that's. Is for, and we have crosses as well too, but we have lots and lots of bunnies. That's a, the big seller, you know. Everybody wants the bunnies, so mm-hmm. and we have several different sizes. I just brought this one size, pretty much. But
2: what uh, what are your hours uh, leading into the holiday?
3: They're the same. Cool. We're open ten to six Monday through Saturday downtown, and then we're not open on Easter anywhere. Yep. And then it's um, ten to eight down at the Crossing. Cool. And if you would go to Briarwood, it would be eleven to. 7.30 or 8, depending on the crowds.
2: Saturday's <laughs> going to be a busy day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: it's been busy so far. We're, yeah. we're, grateful. we're grateful for everybody that it's comes awesome. in. So. Yeah.
2: It's a beautiful store. What yeah. a wonderful yes. uh, addition to downtown. It's been yeah. awesome.
3: Yeah, it has. It's, it's been really good for us, too. Yeah, it's, we've it's been great. really glad to be downtown. So
1: Yeah, I was talking to Tim Bosch yesterday, and your block is the hot block in downtown Jackson right now.
3: Uh, it's a, yeah, it's not surprising. There's a lot to offer down there. So. Yeah.
1: Now, I... Um, personally, uh, count on Gilbert Chocolates' item for Easter every year, and that's been a tradition in oh. our, our family. It is, it is a tradition. And you've been here how many years now?
3: Well, we have been we moved back downtown in 2016. Mm-hmm. This, the, fa- the company has been here for 123 years. Yeah. So not us. We haven't. <laughs> 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 just everybody my nose. The funniest thing for me, for our personal Easter story, is that my sister's birthday is April 10th, my older sister, and mine's April 20th. And every time her Easter falls falls on April 10th a lot. And it never falls on (laughs) April
5: 20th. And I was always
3: so jealous. And then when I was 42 years old, it actually fell on April 20th. It's never done it since. Maybe another 42 years it will again. But anyway, that day I got to feel really special.
2: (laughs) And Mother's Day is right around the corner
1: too. Yes,
3: that's the 14th of May.
1: Oh yeah, not Mm -hmm. just that, but we've got graduation. There's so many, uh, Father's Day, we've got a lot of, chocolate and candy gift giving mm-hmm. uh, opportunities in the next few weeks. That's yes. right,
3: yes, we do. And Easter is a, is a really nice holiday for us, for you know, people coming in and they, and they are looking for the individual item, which is nice. It's different than Valentine's Day, different yeah. than Christmas. It's, mm-hmm. They're all unique in their own yeah. way. Yeah. So. And we do have baskets, by the way, if you want to purchase your basket from us. We do have a few downtown. If you come in totally needing everything, we have everything.
1: Awesome, <laughs> that's
3: perfect. Yes, that's right, one-stop shopping. Mm-hmm.
1: What's your personal
2: uh, Easter treat?
0: Well, have, Yeah, I, if you had to have, <laughs> grab
2: one on the way out. For I do that home. like every day. Yeah, what's, what's for the, <laughs> what's the ride home?
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. I like the, um, right now I'm into the peanut, the little peanut butter smoothies quite a bit. You could get that in a four piece box like this. Uh, you know, if you wanted, This is another nice gift, yeah. if you're going to visit somebody and you want to put something at everybody's place setting, we have the white piece, four piece, and the mm-hmm. two piece box, and those make really nice. So those are nice. I, for family get-togethers, I tend to grab the pretzels, because the, yeah. they go a long ways, they're lightweight, and they, so there's a lot of them in a pound, and so I tend to grab those.
1: Yeah, they take up a lot of space. Yeah, yeah. and they do, and they look yeah. nice,
3: and everybody can have as, pretty Absolutely. much as much as they want. <laughs>
1: Well, thanks so much for coming in. Well, yeah. I'm sure we'll be stopping yes. in soon. Oh, I hope so. For sure. All righty. Happy Easter. Happy, happy Easter. Happy birthday.
0: Oh, yeah. Coming in, <laughs> well, that's a long way.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> From Gilbert Chocolate, Sally Kutchbaum. More of the Morning Show after this.
0: The Morning Show is brought to you by BAREX. BAREX creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. BAREX empowering data insights.
1: Welcome back to the Morning Show. It's time to add another acronym to the workplace, BYOS. Bring your own socks? Bring your own stapler. Uh, Google telling people they will no longer be providing uh, office supplies like staplers or tape dispensers. Basic supplies will no longer be provided at Google. And well, What do they need tape and staplers for? Google. Know. So the I think they'll be okay. Employees. But they give them massage. Google employees 12 massage therapists. What? Yes. But no more staples. No more staplers. Interesting at Google.
2: Very, very interesting. You know, McDonald's is—they're uh, doing some big things as well. Mm-hmm. So should be interesting to follow.
1: Yeah, they uh, are temporarily closing their uh, corporate offices because there uh, are links and people they off. They are. They're going
2: to redo some things, structure. Yeah.
1: And so they want everyone home when they get the news that they're being laid off, which I think is. You know, so that you don't have to deliver the news and carry out the box. Carry out the box and all that, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm.
2: Uh, I think we're all out of time. I think we are too. Please join us tomorrow morning. We'll have Dr. Jacob Sinkoff from Henry Ford Jackson. We'll also have Brian Glick and Rebecca Armstrong from Alro Steel, Alro celebrating 75 years. And we'll talk about the Al Glick Youth Football Camp and the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Dan Watts from Town Bar and Tri-County Water on the morning show tomorrow.
1: Later today, Dr. Kelly and Tyler Bogue celebrating five years of Community Hearing Center. Jackson Catholic pastors, fathers Tim McDonald, Tim Nelson and Chaz Canoy, Julie Weatherby and Tony Pruitt from Region 2 Area Agency on Aging, Jacob Gates from the Frank Center and Colleen Monahan from the JSO Music on Tap series. That's all for today. We'll see you this afternoon.